the law school of america an assault is the act of inflicting physical harm or unwanted physical contact upon a person or in some specific legal definitions a threat or attempt to commit such an action it is both a crime and a tort and therefore may result in criminal prosecution civil liability or both generally the common law definition is the same in criminal and tort law traditionally common law legal systems had separate definitions for assault and battery when this distinction is observed battery refers to the actual bodily contact whereas assault refers to a credible threat or attempt to cause battery some jurisdictions combined the two offenses into assault and battery which then became widely referred to as assault the result is that in many of these jurisdictions assault has taken on a definition that is more in line with the traditional definition of battery the legal systems of civil law and scots law have never distinguished assault from battery legal systems generally acknowledge that assaults can vary greatly in severity in the united states an assault can be charged as either a misdemeanor or a felony in england and wales and australia it can be charged as either common assault assault occasioning actual bodily harm abh or grievous bodily harm gbh canada also has a three-tier system assault assault causing bodily harm and aggravated assault separate charges typically exist for sexual assaults affray and assaulting a police officer assault may overlap with an attempted crime for example an assault may be charged as an attempted murder if it was done with intent to kill related definitions battery in jurisdictions that make a distinction between the two assault usually accompanies battery if the assailant both threatens to make unwanted contact and then carries through with this threat see common assault the elements of battery are that it is a volitional act done for the purpose of causing a harmful or offensive contact with another person or under circumstances that make such contact substantially certain to occur and which causes such contact aggravated assault aggravated assault is in some jurisdictions a stronger form of assault usually using a deadly weapon a person has committed an aggravated assault when that person attempts to cause serious bodily injury to another person with a deadly weapon have sexual relations with a person who is under the age of consent cause bodily harm by recklessly operating a motor vehicle during road rage often referred to as either vehicular assault or aggravated assault with a motor vehicle aggravated assault can also be charged in cases of attempted harm against police officers or other public servants defenses although the range and precise application of defenses varies between jurisdictions the following represents a list of the defenses that may apply to all levels of assault consent exceptions exist to cover unsolicited physical contact which amount to normal social behavior known as de minimis harm assault can also be considered in cases involving the spitting on or unwanted exposure of bodily fluids to others consent may be a complete or partial defense to assault in some jurisdictions most notably england it is not a defense where the degree of injury is severe as long as there is no legally recognized good reason for the assault this can have important consequences when dealing with issues such as consensual sadomasochistic sexual activity the most notable case being the operation spanner case legally recognized good reasons for consent include surgery activities within the rules of a game mixed martial arts wrestling boxing or contact sports bodily adornment rv wilson or horseplay rv jones however any activity outside the rules of the game is not legally recognized as a defense of consent in scottish law consent is not a defense for assault arrest and other official acts police officers and court officials have a general power to use force for the purpose of performing an arrest or generally carrying out their official duties thus a court officer taking possession of goods under a court order may use force if reasonably necessary punishment 
In some jurisdictions such as Singapore, judicial corporal punishment is part of the legal system. The officers who administer the punishment have immunity from prosecution for assault. In the United States, the United Kingdom, Australia, and Canada, corporal punishment administered to children by their parent or legal guardian is not legally considered to be assault unless it is deemed to be excessive or unreasonable. What constitutes reasonable varies in both statutory law and case law. Unreasonable physical punishment may be charged as assault or under a separate statute for child abuse. Many countries, including some U.S. states, also permit the use of corporal punishment for children in school. In English law, S. 58 Children Act 2004 limits the availability of the lawful correction defense to common assault under S. 39 Criminal Justice Act 1988. Prevention of Crime. This may or may not involve self-defense in that, using a reasonable degree of force to prevent another from committing a crime could involve preventing an assault, but it could be preventing a crime not involving the use of personal violence. Defense of property. Some jurisdictions allow force to be used in defense of property, to prevent damage either in its own right, or under one or both of the preceding classes of defense and that a threat or attempt to damage property might be considered a crime, in English law. Under S-5 Criminal Damage Act 1971 it may be argued that the defendant has a lawful excuse to damage property during the defense and a defense under S-3 Criminal Law Act 1967, subject to the need to deter vigilantes and excessive self-help. Furthermore, some jurisdictions, such as Ohio, allow residents in their homes to use force when ejecting an intruder. The resident merely needs to assert to the court that they felt threatened by the intruder's presence. This defense is not universal, in England, for example, homeowners have been convicted of assault for attacking burglars. United States. In the United States, assault may be defined as an attempt to commit a battery. However, the crime of assault can encompass acts in which no battery is intended, but the Defendant's Act nonetheless creates reasonable fear in others that a battery will occur. Four elements were required at common law. The apparent, present ability to carry out. An unlawful attempt. To commit a violent injury. Upon another. As the criminal law evolved, element 1 was weakened in most jurisdictions so that a reasonable fear of bodily injury would suffice. These four elements were eventually codified in most states. The crime of assault generally requires that both the perpetrator and the victim of an assault be a natural person. Thus, unless the attack is directed by a person, an animal attack does not constitute an assault. However, under limited circumstances the Unborn Victims of Violence Act of 2004 treats a fetus as a separate person for the purposes of assault and other violent crimes. Possible examples of defenses, mitigating circumstances, or failures of proof that may be raised in response to an assault charge include. Lack of intent, a defendant could argue that since they were drunk, they could not form the specific intent to commit assault. This defense would most likely fail, however, since only involuntary intoxication is accepted as a defense in most American jurisdictions. Mutual consent, a defendant could also argue that they were engaged in mutually consensual behavior. For example, boxers who are fighting in an organized boxing match and do not significantly deviate from the rules of the sport cannot be charged with assault. State laws. Laws on assault vary by state. Since each state has its own criminal laws, there is no universal assault law. Acts classified as assault in one state may be classified as battery, menacing, intimidation, reckless endangerment, etc. in another state. Assault is often subdivided into two categories, simple assault and aggravated assault. Simple assault involves an intentional act that causes another person to be in reasonable fear of an imminent battery. Simple assault may also involve an attempt to cause harm to another person, where that attempt does not succeed. 
Simple assault is typically classified as a misdemeanor offense, unless the victim is a member of a protected class, such as being a law enforcement officer. Even as a misdemeanor, an assault conviction may still result in incarceration and in a criminal record. Aggravated assault involves more serious actions, such as an assault that is committed with the intent to cause a serious bodily injury, or an assault that is committed with a deadly weapon such as a firearm. Aggravated assault is typically classified as a felony offense. Modern American statutes may define assault as including an attempt to cause or purposely, knowingly, or recklessly causing bodily injury to another, negligently causing bodily injury to another with a dangerous weapon, assault with a deadly weapon, causing bodily harm by reckless operation of a motor vehicle, vehicular assault, threatening another in a menacing manner, knowingly causing physical contact with another person knowing the other person will regard the contact as offensive or provocative, causing stupor, unconsciousness or physical injury by intentionally administering a drug or controlled substance without consent, purposely or knowingly causing reasonable apprehension of bodily injury in another. Any act which is intended to place another in fear of immediate physical contact which will be painful, injurious, insulting, or offensive, coupled with the apparent ability to execute the act. In some states, consent is a complete defense to assault. In other jurisdictions, mutual consent is an incomplete defense to an assault charge such that an assault charge is prosecuted as a less significant offense such as a petty misdemeanor. States vary on whether it is possible to commit an attempted assault since it can be considered a double encode offense. Kansas. In Kansas the law on assault states. Assault is intentionally placing another person in reasonable apprehension of immediate bodily harm. New York. In New York State, assault, as defined in the New York State Penal Code Article 120, requires an actual injury. Other states define this as battery. There is no crime of battery in New York. However, in New York if a person threatens another person with imminent injury without engaging in physical contact, that is called menacing. A person who engages in that behavior is guilty of aggravated harassment in the second degree, a Class A misdemeanor, punishable with up to one year incarceration, probation for an extended time, and a permanent criminal record, when they threaten to cause physical harm to another person, and guilty of aggravated harassment in the first degree, a Class E felony, if they have a previous conviction for the same offense. New York also has specific laws against hazing, when such threats are made as a requirement to join an organization. North Dakota North Dakota law states. Simple assault. 1. A person is guilty of an offense if that person a. willfully causes bodily injury to another human being, or b. negligently causes bodily injury to another human being by means of a firearm, destructive device, or other weapon, the use of which against a human being is likely to cause death or serious bodily injury. Tennessee. In Tennessee assault is defined as follows. 39-13-101. Assault. A. A person commits assault who. 1. Intentionally, knowingly or recklessly causes bodily injury to another. 2. Intentionally or knowingly causes another to reasonably fear imminent bodily injury, or. 3. Intentionally or knowingly causes physical contact with another and a reasonable person would regard the contact as extremely offensive or provocative. The Law School of America. The content used in the podcast is licensed by the Wikimedia Foundation incorporated under a Creative Commons attribution, share alike license. The text has been modified for audio. The content of these podcasts is for informational purposes only and do not constitute professional advice. These podcasts are not associated with the Wikimedia Foundation in any context. The Law School of America